Hi everyone, uh, I'm Brian. Once again, I'm the entertainment writer at Asia One. So thank you for tuning in to the third episode of E-Junkies. And I'm joined today by my boss, Laughing, and we will have lots of insights for you to share. Before we jump to that first though, like Carping, how are you doing with the extended circuit breaker? I'm okay. I'm doing good because I found a few places that still sells uh, bubble tea. There's this like a Taiwanese cafe, Xiao Chi Dian. So, and they sell a Taiwanese bubble tea. It's very close to my favorite brand. I, I understand, like, because there, there are like bubble tea places near my house also. So, I will get it like during the, like, when they were supposed to be closed, and they partnered up with um, some food stalls or something, right? Uh-huh. So, I, got, I was lucky also. Then I would take pictures, then I'll brag to my friends. Hey, I got bubble tea during extended circuit breaker. Ha ha. Well, that's great. That's great that we all got bubble tea. Yeah. So, now moving on to the main point that we want to talk about for, for this episode. So, like, we want to talk about. Chris Lee actually because recently we managed to um, get an interview with him for his new HBO Asia show Workers and I wanted to share a little bit because I think what you usually read on the articles and the website is kind of like an edited version because there's a lot that goes on in the interviews there's a lot of quotes that he gave that we can't squeeze everything in one story and I think it'll be interesting to kind of share a little bit of behind the scenes insight into what what goes on so I think for me it was kind of exciting um, in a way because I have never interviewed Christopher Lee before even though he's not like the biggest names in local celebrity scene, lah, right? I mean, and he's also at uh, expanded overseas, right? He's actually one of the celebrities that I used to watch growing up because we watched Return of the Condor, Condor Heroes, I hope I pronounced that correctly, and he was like happy fan Wong, and it was a very iconic Usia show. So it was a bit surreal, like it's a bit like meeting your childhood icon. And I think if it were me, like say five years ago or even six years ago when I was an internet new paper, I think I would be over the moon. I would be too excited. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know how to react, but I was quite calm and so was Chris. He's very nice. Like. He seems like a very nice uncle that will tell you his life story. I interviewed him a few times before and I think the one thing that I remembered most about him was when him and Farwell, they already admitted that they were dating. So I asked him some mm. questions about dating or being together, what's the most romantic mm. thing, that kind of stuff. And then he mm. said that even holding hands can be very romantic. Somehow that stuck with me because you don't really need to do a lot of fancy things. He is very loving, yes, like I agree. I think even in interviews, um, previous interviews that he's done, he's spoken a lot about the family, right? He's very protective oh. of fan, of the child. I think that sincerity and that realness really comes across also in the interviews, especially like there was one point where there was actually a reporter who was having some kind of technical issues with the audio. There was like literally awkward silence for maybe a minute and he didn't kick out fast. I, on the other hand, felt a bit awkward for him, but apparently Chris was fine. I was quite impressed actually because you, you do kind of anticipate that sometimes celebrities of a certain caliber might have a little bit of a attitude. It was a very fun interview, like, I think, all in all for me. I loved writing it. I felt like it had a very strong human interest angle. I worked in Mediacorp for a few years when I was mm. younger and yeah, like you're based in the same campus as the celebrities so you see them quite mm. often and I had to interview them quite often so mm. a lot of them were actually very nice and these are the veterans the real artists and artists and I, I truly want to call them artists and artists because they are really down to earth and they are really good at what they do and they are so polite and kind but I heard from an ex-colleague that there was this particular local lecturer she had some caliber back then so my ex-colleague back then she was still quite new and then so she forgot to address this particular person as something something party and so the other person just ignored her and then so she had to who and who are or then the person like the, like you know acknowledged her and did what she asked la. So I was quite surprised, but I'm glad that I didn't have to experience that in a way la, because it will make working very difficult, very awkward. 
But are you surprised though, sorry, like in your experience as a reporter? Because I'm still kind of new. I've only recently uh, gotten to see some celebrities, but is that normal? Locally, I am not sure. I've had this kind of overseas artists a little bit, mm. uh, especially from their manager. Not so much the artists, but locally, I guess I wouldn't be surprised because they're all kinds of people and mm. it could really be a bad day for that particular artist. Or really, she thinks that she's some powerful person. Uh, who knows? This is a joke, okay? This really is a mm. joke. There was this international actress who supposedly gave me the middle finger in the middle of our Q&A. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. The last movie was released. My editor sent me over to London for the press conference and I was like so happy. You know, there's this beautiful press conference occasion and then we were placed at the corner. So I could hardly see any of the artists, so I didn't know what was happening. Years later, someone told me that uh, she heard my voice on this YouTube video. So I went to watch it and then the comments were that, oh, there's this Singapore reporter, you know, can hear her accent and all that. Oh, did you mm. see Emma Watson giving her the middle finger? Oh, wait, what? I was about okay. to say that I don't think it was Emma Watson though. Okay, <gasps> I don't think she intends to, like, I think it's just a joke, she didn't realise it. So my editor back then asked me, you have to ask Emma Watson this question. Ask mm. her to compare the kiss between Harry Potter and Ron mm. Weasley. Right. And would Emma want to kiss Tom Felton? Because uh, Emma admitted that she had a crush on Tom Felton. And that's so why she laughed and then she replied, da, da, da. and then halfway through mm. she did this. Uh, oh, but people interpreted it as like she was giving yes, me the middle finger. Yeah, giving me the middle finger. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I am very envious that you guys got to go on all of these junkets because it was basically my dream. And the stressful part is if it's an overseas junket because you know that you're not going to see that person again. There's Correct. no way that manager is going to give you any the time of the day for a follow up question. For me, the biggest like Hong Kong star I met was uh, Simon Yam. It was a Star Awards thing. Okay, I wasn't gushing. Like, I've seen his shows, my mom loves him, she's a fan, but I was never on the fan train. So I was very calm when I was looking at him. But at the, the interview session, I remember I asked him, like, can I just do like a simple video, like two seconds, just say hello, because I told him my mom is a big fan. So he was super on board with it. He was very, very nice. But then the manager was like, oh, sorry, sorry, I cannot. So he kind of apologized to me and said, okay, why don't we just take a photo, then you can just show your mom. And I think the other one that also kind of stood out was Kenneth Ma at the Star Hub Awards thingy last year. And we all know the biggest scandal, right? Like, he Jackie Wong and anyway at the time I knew that I had to ask him about Jackie Wong because a lot of the follow-up stories we have written about him and what he said were all from Hong Kong media he had never yet told local media explicitly what are his plans going for and everything so I wanted to get that quote from him and I was super nervous and also kind of excited to see him so what happened was I was kind of waiting in the room and I was like pacing up and down I was like sweating I was like oh my god I don't know if it's going to be pissed or whatever in my mind then people were asking me like are you okay like why are you sweating why are you so nervous and I didn't want to tell them that I wanted to ask that question because it reporters always keep their questions close to the chest, right? So I'd be like, oh no, I'm just excited to see him. I just like, then after that, he was super incredibly patient. And then he really listened to my question very attentively because there was language barrier also. I asked like whether she had spoken to him about her new drama. He said something like, oh no, she hasn't. Then the manager who was kind of tuning out of our interview at the time suddenly picked up my question and she was like, uh, I'm sorry, we are not accepting any questions about Jacqueline. Even though he seemed like he wanted to offer more. So you're right in the sense that I think 
sometimes it's the managers who are more particular. I think sometimes the staffs are actually very sweet and they're very open to answering your questions. Or it could be that the celebrities themselves, they appear like they're going to answer and are all okay, but actually they leave it to their manager. Maybe they told their manager beforehand that, you know, if something like this happens, you cut in. I like to believe he's quite nice because the immediate aftermath of the whole scandal, he was still telling people not to go and harass her, harass his mom. Mm. He was still being polite to media. So I feel like that's his MO. But I don't know whether you're right, like whether he was putting on a show. Lah. But I, I felt like those were the experiences that kind of made me feel um, connected to them in a way. Uh, it really reinforced the whole idea that like celebrities are just people too. What was your biggest like experience or like the one person you saw and you were like, that's it, I can retire? Okay, there is this memory that I always hold very dear to me because back then he was oh. just a young fellow who just released his album and mm-hmm. then uh, came to Singapore to promote his album. So I listened to his album first, it was like the music was so good. So there was a press conference and after that in the evening there was a little music showcase and this guy, it's all Tianwen, back in the year 2000. So I interviewed him, I can't remember what we talked about, but he was a really shy guy. Then after that, I asked the manager, but I have autograph posters to give away. So I got 10 autograph posters. And then we ran a contest. And I think it was possibly two reasons. The first, maybe because the office was quite out of the way, so nobody really wanted to come down and collect the prize. And maybe because he wasn't that big yet. At the end of the contest, I still had, I think, more than five signs. J. Cho posters uncollected. So I collected it back and I think I gave them away and I still have one in my storeroom. That's, that to me is like a reminder of me meeting someone that I really liked at that time. I don't think I'll ever meet him again because he's so big. He's not going to have a Tian Chang Hui, you know. So that to me is uh, very special. Hey, you can frame it up, you know, so it doesn't get discolored. It's like 10 years down the road, right? You can sell that as an antique, you know what I mean? Like, then like it can be worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, like those paintings, right? <laughs> like after the artist become famous, then you sell the first painting that yes. the person ever made. And it's worth like a crap ton of money. Yes. Yeah, it's 20 years already. He's like super famous. Okay, so I think there's one story I'd like to share like before we wrap up everything. I'm glad we had this chance to, to kind of like compare notes of different celebrities. I think this happened to me when I was in JC. So that was at least 10 years ago. And the reason why I stayed with me was not because I'm a super fan of this local actress, but rather because she's always painted as a certain personality, you know, you know by people. She's always looked at as like an ice queen and she has a so-called resting bitch face. Like, I think you guys should know who he is really. Like. What happened was I was having lunch with my sister and we went to this like back corner of the restaurant because it was quiet and then she and the production crew came in I think they're doing filming and they had all these lights set up you know wires everywhere we went to get our food and then when we came back all of the stuff was sprawled across the point and everything so she saw me carrying the tray of food and then she actually physically went to pick up the wires and, and cleared it away so that I can actually walk through I think in the end my sister and I changed tables because like, we didn't want to disturb them but it was very heartening and, and this actually is actually weird so when people say things about her in the, in the news like oh she's very ice cream, she's not very nice in person, she's very mean it's such a jarring contrast to, to my experience with her I was just a JC kid, she didn't have to be nice so I think this is one story that stuck with me like, throughout the years it, it really left a very big impression it really just goes to show that you shouldn't judge people based on how they supposedly look like and everything I think we have a lot more stories that we haven't shared but we'll keep them for a later time so that you know you guys will have more to hear from us thank you everyone for staying with us and listening to us 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Ejumpies. We hope you kind of gotten a different insight into what the entertainment scene is and what it's like being around these celebrities or meeting them. Hopefully, it's, it's something different that you read or you see or you hear. So, if you like this content and you want more of it, remember to give us a like and subscribe to Asia One. And it will also be released as a video on our various social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. So, go check that out as well. And I think that's it. I think we're going to sign off here once again. And we'll see you in, in two weeks. I Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.